In our last episode, Grace and Nana Abigail were returning to Brooks Village. Hello, I'm Anne-Marie Moore, author of Love's Weaving Hands series books. I would like to welcome you to the LWH series podcast. Here, you can listen to the audio version of my books. It is my hope that this series will encourage every woman to know true love. This is a nine-book series, and I will be your narrator for book one, The King's Daughter. Chapter 14 A week later, in Brooks Village, 18-year-old Caleb kicked his feet up onto his open bedroom windowsill. He slumped in his chair and reached for his cap, tossing it onto the bed. That's great. Now Frank is leaving. He spoke to himself. And why not? He grumbled. All everybody cares about these days is getting on with life or getting married. Why do we have to grow up? He pulled his feet down then leaned forward to look out. He watched the village people below, heading to and fro from the market. He saw a group of young ladies giggling together at the short wall by the market. That was Caleb and Frank's favorite spot for as long as he could remember. He fancied the young ladies' invasion. Many of the girls were pretty. Rumor had it one was interested in him. But none of these young ladies struck Caleb's fancy. At least none like Grace had. He shuddered at his crazy love for a girl that hated him and one he would probably never see again. I wonder where she is now. How he wished he could take back the words he said that hurt her and drove her away. He stared at the people going about their business in the market. He sat up straight. Were his eyes playing tricks on him? He watched as a graceful, red-headed young woman was making her way through the market alone. Who is she? His heart beat faster. He stretched his neck out the window to get a closer look. She is much too beautiful to be my nemesis, Grace. He stood, straightened his hair, grabbed his cap, and rushed down the stairs. Mama, do you need anything from the market? He asked Julia as she was arranging the wood in the stove. I do. How about you bring me some flowers? Oh, and... She stood up to find Caleb had already rushed out the door. Caleb panted as he looked around the market, trying to remember which area he had spotted the young lady. He had second thoughts. Perhaps he had imagined her. It wouldn't have been the first time. Something about redheads fascinated him. He turned, and there she was. Similar to when Nana Abigail and Grace arrived many years ago, the people of Brooks Village waved and some whispered. Grace chuckled. I wonder what stories will go around the village this time. Wait, Grace, Abigail interrupted her thoughts. Why don't you see if you can find some bread and I'll get us some cheese and a few more items this way? Yes, ma'am. Grace walked with her basket towards the booth where she recalled her Nana would send her to buy bread as a child. She smiled at the familiar face she saw. Mr. Heights? She spoke to the man behind the booth who gave her an inquisitive look. Slowly, his expression changed, 
and his already bushy mustache grew as his smile widened. Are my eyes playing tricks on me? His jolly voice sang, and he reached out a hand to greet Grace. Welcome back, Grace Allison. He peered out of his booth to look in both directions. Where's your Nana? She went to buy some cheese. Grace pointed with her chin in the direction her Nana took. The man came out of his booth and instructed Grace to turn before him. You're a lot taller than I remember, he said as he leaned forward and whispered, and prettier too. Grace blushed. How's Mrs. Heights? Not well at all these days. As you can see, he pointed to the meager selection of bread. She cannot bake like she used to. I fear the day of her passing is near, and the villagers will sorrow. Mrs. Heights bakes the best bread, Mr. Heights nodded. My wife enjoys her craft, but it saddens me to see her so ill. I will have to come by and see her as soon as I'm able. Please do. Here. Mr. Heights handed her three loaves. A welcome gift. Oh, you don't have to, Mr. Heights. <laughs> yes, I do, or my missus will not let me hear the end of it. Thank you. She took the loaves and placed them carefully in her basket, then turned back. She nodded greetings at the women she passed. She stopped at another booth to see the fresh-picked flowers and set her basket by her feet. You are new in Brooks Village, miss? The woman in the booth observed her. Not really. Grace answered with her familiar crooked smile. Then the woman's expression changed and her eyes widened. Wait a minute. Oh, my. Grace, Allison, is it really you? Nancy, how are you? Look at you. Jennifer would be proud to see her little princess friend all grown up and ladylike. So different from how you used to be. Are you saying I was a terrible child? Nonsense. You were a charming little one, except... Go on, Grace pleaded, half wanting to know. Unless you were fighting with your arch enemy, Kayla Marshall. Oh, who can forget that? She became absorbed with the flowers. Nancy noted Grace's uncertain expression and changed the subject. You know Jennifer moved away. Yes, I was here and attended the wedding. Oh, that's right. How is Jennifer? Grace straightened. Far away and I miss her desperately. I'm sure you do. The two of you were the best of friends. Can you believe it? Nancy jested. My best friend ran off with the first man that swept her off her feet. And I was angry with Jennifer when she told me she should marry, Grace added. I'm glad Jennifer has a forgiving heart. Jennifer would ask about you. Nancy's tone became quiet. I never had the heart to tell her you and Nana Abigail had gone. Thank you. It relieved Grace. She didn't cause someone else unnecessary heartache. You know, she loved you like the little sister she never met. Grace nodded, then lowered her gaze. She bit her lower lip as her own thoughts turned to her friend Mary. How could she have forgotten the hurt Mary must have felt when they left without so much as saying goodbye? I got a recent post from Jenny. Nancy pulled a letter from her apron pocket that brought Grace's attention to the present. They had a little girl named her darling. Grace smiled. A little girl? I pray when I marry, God will give me a little girl. Nancy eyed Grace. Do you have a young man you left pining away where you came from? 
No, Grace laughed. Then she raised her chin. Who knows? I may be like my Nana and live my life as a single woman serving God. I don't know, Grace. You're quite a beautiful woman. It will be difficult to keep young men from noticing you. Grace blushed at Nancy's words. Here, take these flowers as a welcome gift for you and your Nana Abigail. Grace breathed in the scent of the flowers. Thank you. The loving hospitality of the villagers warmed her heart. It was as if she had never left, and she was finally home for good. As she bent down to pick up her basket, she caught sight of a man's hand lifting the basket to her. Can I help carry your basket? The young man tipped his hat and bowed. For a moment, words would not come to her. Uh, yes, thank you. She drank in the scent he wore. Who is he? She tried to keep her eyes off of him, but her curiosity tempted her to look on. Nancy smiled and pretended to look away. The young man, aware of her staring at him, fumbled with the basket and nearly dropped it. Grace pursed her lips to keep from laughing. Can I help you, my dear sir? She saw her voice made him even more nervous. His cap slipped from off his head and he reached for it in vain as it fell to the ground. Another man came to his rescue and helped him steady the basket from slipping out of his hands. Grace bent to pick up his cap at the same time he did. Their eyes met. Heat crawled up her neck and she straightened herself with the cap in her hands. It's all right. I can get it from here. My Nana Abigail's carriage is not far. Nana uh, Abigail? The young man inquired with a nervous smile. Come, child, her Nana called. Make haste. We have much to do before church services tomorrow. I better go. Grace handed the young man his cap and took the basket from him. Your name is Grace? Her stomach fluttered when the young man spoke her name. Yes. She gave him a warm smile. Then she turned to make her way to the carriage where her Nana waited. She turned back. I hope to see you in church. Sure, sure, the young man stuttered. Grace placed her basket on the seat and climbed in. His friend wittingly whispered, Didn't I tell you to be nice to Grace Allison? Wow, she's be... The young man jabbed his friend. Be quiet, Frank, he whispered back. Grace turned to look at him. He gave her a cheapish smile. Nana Abigail nudged the horse. Oh, I didn't catch your name. Grace called as she and Nana pulled away. Uh, Caleb, I'll see you tomorrow. He ran towards his house, leaving Frank, who shrugged his shoulders at Grace, then followed Caleb. Was that the Marshall boy with Grace? I think so. Grace chuckled as she turned to face forward. The same boy you vowed to be arch enemies with? Oh, Nana, that was a long time ago, and I was wrong for being so angry with him. I'm glad you've repented of your attitude towards young Caleb. Regardless, I want to remind you not to be getting into fights with him. Nana! Grace laughed, then turned to look in the direction Caleb had run. She smiled dreamily and whispered to herself, I don't think... I would want to fight him anymore. If you would like to get this book and other books of the Love's Weaving Hands series, please visit lwhseries.com.
Love's Weaving Hands series books and audios are copyright by Living Faith Publishing, LLC.